What is up, everyone? Welcome to Matchup Points here at FantasyPoints.com, the live stream featuring Adam Kaplan and Greg Cosell and yours truly, John Hansen. We have Ben Kukanis on the other side of the glass. It's week number six. It's kicking off tonight in Chicago. Uh, we'll get right into it. We assume we know Greg is is doing very well today. Uh, <laughs> we won't get into it, but he's in a good mood. Uh, and Mr. C is always very, very jovial. So let's get into it here. As the Commandos go to Chicago and take on the Bears, Greg, I'll I'll go to you on Justin Fields. I know what your answer is going to be. We already did the podcast, but you know I would narrow it down to they have a such a small margin for error. It's like three or four pass plays a game that that might work. Uh, otherwise, you know we're still a little bit of a struggle, but making some progress, Greg. Well, I want to make two quick points. Number one. Um, it's easy to rip Justin Fields. And obviously it's clear that the bears don't want him throwing the ball a whole lot. And we don't need to interpret that. Those are the facts, but I think people do need to understand. And Adam certainly knows this because he speaks to coaches um, that it's very difficult. Number one, starting out as a rookie. And then the next year you're with a brand new coaching staff with a new system, with new terminology, different way of saying things, different way of communicating that is hard in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, so what what's happened with fields, I don't want to say it was expected because it certainly was not very good, but there is a sense that it is going to take time. And I thought in this past game against the Vikings, he actually showed some incremental improvement. There were two or three or four plays where if you looked at them carefully, you thought, OK, there was some sense of what he was looking at, yeah. some sense of progression reading, some idea as opposed to, hey, I didn't see my first guy and now I'm just going to get out of there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, I can't tell you what's going to happen tonight. All I can tell you right. what has happened. I'm not in the, you know, unlike you, John, I, yeah. I'm not in the predictive business, right. but there, there were better plays mm -hmm. last week. To me Whether that continues... We'll find out. To me, he, the, the coaches, him, they, they have eyes on getting the ball to Mooney down the field. That that seems apparent to me. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? Well, I mean, I think when they want to get vertical, he's obviously the guy. Yeah. But I think they would like to for commit to become a factor. Right. Uh, the question is, can that continue to play out? You know, and and look, we all know as as does the coaching staff, by the way, that if you want to become a truly good team in this league, your quarterback can't throw 20 balls and he can't complete seven balls. So at the end of the day, I think they would like Komet, who was a second round pick granted, not by this group, but he was kind of regarded when he came out of Notre Dame as a second, third round player. It wasn't, it wasn't a big reach yeah. you know, to draft Komet. So I think they'd like him to be somewhat of a volume target. Now that, that depended on a number of things. Yeah. Well, I think that's definitely was the case in the plan. I feel like, though, even an inefficient Mooney does make sense because, like, you you might complete one ball game, but it could be a game-changing ball Without to Mooney. question. You know? Adam, the uh, commander's injury-wise here, looks like uh, William Jackson, right, ruled out? <laughs> yes, yeah, he's out with a back injury, and he, it hasn't you. worked. I, Greg, Greg nailed that when he said, He's what he's more comfortable in man coverage, Greg. Yeah, and 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 he's more comfortable in man. He's not very good in zone. Um, something else must be going on there too, because now you're reading all the reports about they're looking to get rid of him. Um, and I don't know if that's going to happen or not. You know, someone needs to take him. You know, he was always a traits player. He was a first round 
pick, size, length, speed. I recall he ran a great 40 at the combine. Um, I'm not sure before the combine he was viewed as a first round pick, but, you know, he ran so exceptionally well with size, but he's never really become a great player. He's had moments. He had good moments in Cincinnati, but he's never truly become that guy. By the way, Greg, you've probably noticed Mooney lines up in the slot a lot. Yeah, they move people around. You know, it's yeah. it's the nature of the offense because, you know, it, it's Getsy who came from the Packers. So they want to do a lot of things, John, but yeah. you have to feel comfortable with your quarterback executing. And keep in mind, their offensive line, has they yeah. have two rookies starting and a second-year player. Or is the two rookies? Yes. And a second-year player at, at, at uh, right tackle. They've got a rookie left tackle and a rookie – is Jenkins playing right guard or left guard? But the point is, they have two rookies starting. So it's a bad mix right now. It's it's a young O-line that's not very good, and it's a quarterback who's not quite ready to be nuanced and detailed in the pocket to handle all that. So it's a tough situation. And Adam, they uh, when we look at the running game, they, they've made it pretty clear. David Montgomery is their bell cow. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's the thing is, he's healthier, yeah, no doubt. But I still feel... Because it's not like Montgomery's tearing it up with explosive plays. He's not that type of guy. I'd like to see Herbert because they're they're just having trouble getting off. Him. You know that that's the thing is like they just and the the crazy thing the run defense is so bad. You know they're they're getting killed. Like this passing is a perfect example. They're getting killed uh, by time of possession because they they their defense can't get off the field. Right. It's kind of yeah. weird. It, they're they're not a very good football team. In fact, the the thing that's embarrassing. This Montgomery let him in receiving yards last week. That can't happen. Yeah, Mooney. Mooney almost made a couple of plays. They, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna officially start Brian Robinson. They have not been able. Greg, I'll back back to you. They they just. I I think you've seen a decent amount of Washington. They, I have they really, pretty much every week. They haven't been able to run the ball all year. No, they so. have not, and that's been a huge issue. I would think uh, they'll improve slowly with Robinson as he gets more reps. Um, and Adam, back to you. Like he's kind of he's in. Like he's oh yeah, he's the guy. Like I yeah. wonder if Gibson now is almost a cast cast aside. Yeah, Gibson. Gibson kind of lost the job pretty early on in training camp. He just he's not he's just not a natural running back. Unfortunately, I think we learned the hard way with that guy. Yeah, uh, they'll they'll figure out a role for him. He's not a bad player. It's just not what they need. They they have to to keep points on schedule. They got to be able to run the football. From this is Rivera does not want them throwing the ball like 42 attempts per game. This is not what they wanted. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people there. This is not what they had in mind. But when you can't run it, you you throw it because that's why you got to move the football. On. Oh, by the way, Deami Brown will play tonight. How about him? Yeah, unbelievable. Greg, how how did uh, I mean Carson obviously made some nice throws. How how did he look on tape last week? And any thoughts on? I do like Curtis Samuel in this matchup, and he is very active with Carson. Without question, they move him around. Um, now, I believe the Bears do get Johnson back tonight, correct, yep. Adam? Correct, yeah. Um, I did see, too, and, and that it's supposed to be incredibly windy in Chicago, so I don't know what that means for the passing game. Um, but, um, you know, Sam, uh, Samuel is the guy that they move around an awful lot. Brown is not a volume target. Look, he happened to catch two deep balls last week, one against sure. um, uh, Farley and one against, I believe it was, uh, it might have been McCreary. But, um uh, um, yeah, I mean that's he's he's a, ver- a vertical guy, so they might take their shots to him. By but the way, we, pro- probably when, wind's dying down. Yeah, Just, you know, game time it should be around 10, 10 miles. An hour. Oh, and then that's not an issue at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're looking good there. Weather-wise, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up though because I checked it this morning. 
maybe similar to you, it must have uh, got, gotten a little bit better. Hour by um, hour, brother. Let's uh, head to the Niners. Uh, that's right, Adam. Niners, Falcons, and uh, Jimmy G. You saw that tape. Oh, yeah. Are we are we rounding in a form here, Jimmy G? Yes, I think Jimmy G. is is basically playing the way that uh, he he has played as a starter for the last number of years. Um, you know, they run the ball. They ask him to make throws between the numbers. He made some really good window throws last week. That's his game. Uh, the Niners are not really a difficult offense to figure out. Um, the big issue from a fantasy perspective is if they're playing true Niners football, Jimmy G will throw 30 balls at most. So it, it, there's not going to be a large target share for a lot of receivers. So even though Ayuk is a really good receiver, you know, we discussed this yesterday, John, yeah. he could have a game where he has four targets and he could have, or he could have nine, depending on how the game is, but there's no guarantee. There's no way to, to truly quantify it on a week to week basis. Although if we are, if we are going to guess, you did report that AJ Terrell is traveling this year and you he would is. think you would think he travels on Debo Samuel. Yeah, the only issue there is Samuel is such a movement player that yeah. they may feel, you know what, that may not work within the context of the rest of our defense. Let's match him up to Ayuk because Samuel is such, you know, you just don't know where he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, man, the chess game here. And we have to try to observe and guess ourselves how that chess game between the coaches is going to work. How is a case? Has you, have you noticed Casey Hayward this year? Uh, I, I mean, he's the corner opposite Terrell. Terrell, obviously, he's been traveling, but normally Hayward plays to the field side. Now, that can change because of Terrell, but um, um, I haven't noticed him, to be honest with you, okay. good or bad. Yeah, not, not that it matters, but there is choose a little bit in the slot. They've been jumping around with different slot guys, and they seem to have settled on D. Alford, who uh, was a Canadian League guy. You know, um, so you know that might be an area to look at. Yeah, and that would be mostly Juwan Jennings, but you know, Ayuk and Debo line up there too. It's correct. So damn multiple. That uh, is correct. Yep, Adam. Uh, what do you have uh, injury wise? Otherwise, in this game. Um, they're not it's, the thing about the Niners. The thing about the Niners is interesting is they have so many guys hurt on defense. Yeah, Bosa's right. out for the season, is, I guess the best. Bosa, yeah, Bosa's out. Um, Mark Stats out. Is that definite with Bosa? Yes, okay. Uh, mm. And um, Har, uh, not Hargrave, uh, the the, the D tackle, the foot, Kinlaw, Kinlaw, Kinlaw's yeah. out. They have right. great depth on their D line. I know. It's, and uh, Abucam got hurt, but he should play. Yeah, uh, great. I mean, look, obviously, you don't want to be missing Bosa. He's a great player, but they really have good depth. They play a lot of guys, yeah. and um, they and they all seem to contribute. Well, I guess not that it matters too much here with uh, Mariota. Uh, the tight end matchup typically as Pitts returns. Greg, is that to is Sean that definite that Pitts is back? We're trending toward a return, Adam, right? It looks good. Yeah, oh, by the way, Boston might play, actually. Boston, there's a chance he plays. Pitts, yeah, this this is by design. I guess he told the reporters he said he'd be able to go. Okay. Um, so, But it's a hamstring, no setbacks. Yeah, yeah, that's the only issue, a hamstring. If he aggravates it, he could be out for uh, four yeah. weeks or six weeks. Mm, yeah. uh, I guess hope will he let it open it up out there because, you know, that to Sean Gibson's that matchup, Greg, sometimes against tight ends. 
Yes, but the but the issue they're a little different kind of team. John, keep in mind that they've they have only played twenty percent of their offensive snaps out of eleven personnel. So very often they play two tight ends. You know, and right. and it'll be interesting to see how the 49ers would play that because Pitts is in some he almost is. I don't want to say he's a wide receiver, but I'm right. curious. Gibson is normally the tight end matchup when they play man. Yes, that is and a fact. Warner generally does good job in against. Warner normally does not match up to people because they use him often as part of the pass rush. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him do some good things against tight ends. Just general coverage area things. Oh, no, no, uh, I mean I'm not saying yeah. he never does yeah. it. Oh yeah, that's not a foundation of of how they play their man coverage. Right. Well, Adam, do you have anything on the Falcons here? Like, what are we going to do in the at running back? It's I a guess committee. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, committee. It's, it's ugly. Yeah, you see uh, Andrew Williams. Kid yeah, last week there. they never got into a rhythm with their offense. Um, they're basically playing two backs, Algier and Hunley. Um, they're probably similar style backs. Uh, yeah, the other they, kid scored though. What's Avery that? Williamson? What was that, Adam? I think didn't Avery Williams score? In that? Avery Williams scored. He plays oh, too. Yeah. But of I all think the, of all people, yeah. the way they want to play, I think it's it's Algier or Hunley because yeah. they're kind of tough guys, inside guys, you know, grinders. Um, but they just haven't found a rhythm yet with their. I thought game. Hunley. I thought Hunley actually looked okay. He's he pretty did explo- look okay. He kind of got a burst to him. Yeah, he was. He he's uh, been around for a while. He had a big time last year when he was at Ball State a number of years ago. Um, yeah, but I mean, they they want the run game to be a factor. And it wasn't really last week against the Bucks, even though Hunley did have one nice run. Yeah, I wonder aloud. I know they're two and three, but you know the Desmond Ritter watch for me is already on. Uh, we'll move on to uh, New England um, and Cleveland, Adam, and we are looking at Bailey Zappi once again. Correct? Should be. Yeah. The only question is because uh, Matt Jones is taking some more reps. Will be available for backup. Well, Damian Harris also taking reps, but no one thinks he's playing. Yeah, he, he's he's got a hamstring. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't finish. Yeah, I, I I fully expect Stevenson to be the guy at a minimum until Harris could, could get back playing. And Steven, look, you know the way this has been trending anyway. Stevenson's yeah. just a different style back. I mean, I have no idea how to project the two presumed backups in the game, the two rookies, Harris and Strong. I mean, I know what type of players they are. Strong's been on the active roster, I guess. I mean, but this should be like ninety-five percent Ramondre. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and that's why he's ranked as the number three running back at FantasyPoints.com. I mean, God, give the guy twenty. I'm giving him twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two touches. I mean, it's very fair, obviously. Depending on the game, he could have twenty-eight touches. Oh, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah, it's very rare that I project like massive numbers. Uh, remember that one time though I projected uh, Adrian Peterson to run for two hundred and he hit Did it. Did you? Yeah, and he Did hit he? it. He Did hit he? it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just that that historically bad ba- Bears run D about okay. seven. And eight by years. the way, they're bad now to give up one hundred seventy games. Yeah. Well, I mean, New England's offense, Greg, you saw it last week. It's um, it's a lot of Jacoby Myers right now. Yeah, it is for sure. Anything um, else? But they they want to run the ball. I mean, you know, last week Zappy only threw twenty one balls. Um, he was not under duress at all in the game. It was, you know, by NFL standards, it was a relatively easy game for a quarterback. And he's kind of made it look uh, kind of easy here. I mean, you, you got to give the kid some credit. He doesn't seem to be too big for him. No, I would agree with that one hundred percent. He's comfortable. 
Um, he also wasn't, he had no contested throws last week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you, you'd love to be able to play that way every week, yeah. but, um, but he's small, his arm is limited, um, but he has a great feel. He knows where to go with the ball. He sees things, you know, he's got some real positive traits, but there's just some limitations. By the way, uh, not for nothing, but I'm not saying they're geniuses, but it seems like, uh, the two offensive coordinators aren't that bad right now. Adam. You, what you mean? Well, you mean Patricia? You mean Patricia I mean, I don't Joe? think. Is there any chatter yeah. about all oh, they're doing a bad job? No, of... I mean, it it hasn't been the disaster that most people predicted. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's fair. Um, but and remember, Zappy. Everything we heard about Zappy before the draft is true. He is a substandard arm, but he's a really good processor. He's a decent athlete. I, and I, and and having a possession receiver like Myers to help him out, it's good. You know, I don't know why the tight ends don't put the ball a lot. Although like, Henry finally got some last week. What did happen to John o. Smith beyond me? Yeah, I have no idea. No, Great. no. They they should. I I would like to see him phase phase him out and just feature Henry. You know, it's hard to play. because of believe it or not, John yeah. Smith making more. Well, Cleveland Brown injuries. Um, Denzel Ward looks. Is doubtful. Yeah, he, well, he's got he's got it clear. He hasn't practiced. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, uh, Clowny, doubtful. Um, Greg, a- any thoughts on the Belichickian approach? I was wondering, like, okay, he's going to try and take out Chubb, but I almost wonder. I don't know how much of the Browns you've seen, but David and Joku is like a big time uh, threat here. So I, I'm not sure what they're going to look to if they, if they are at all take out yeah. some element because these Browns have a, you know, they're kind of multidimensional. You got a one in Cooper, you got a good athletic tight end and those two running backs. Yeah. I, I don't know how Belichick would approach this. Yeah. What, what have you seen from, uh, you know, how much of this you probably haven't seen a lot of Brissette. I take it. Um, I haven't seen a ton of the Browns offense in recent weeks. So I don't, you know, right. Uh, so I can't really speak to what they do, you know, tactically and conceptually. Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Adam, it, uh, just from your perspective, Brissett you know, seems to be playing his best football in a long time. But okay, yeah. I mean, he's look. He he has some issues with mechanics. He's an over the top thrower. Uh, Chubb has been unbelievable. Their foundation has not changed. It starts with the run game. Everything you do is off that. And Joku's been an amazing story. Remember, this guy was a first round pick. Very disappointing. Then became a really good blocker. And now you're seeing catch the football. And it's generally, it's just him and Cooper and a little bit of people's Jones downfield. That's it. It's surpassing. Let's go to the uh, Jets and the Packers, Adam. Uh, back to you because I don't know. I, I know Greg saw Zach Wilson the week before. Yeah, I, I did. I saw the Packers D this week, but not but not the O or the Jets. So Yeah. Um, you know, it, it looks like they're – wisely already starting to maybe build things around Brees Hall. Oh, yeah. But but again, it's just funny that the role that they're using is not quite, you know, the way teams saw him as a, a passing uh, running back, passing down running back, which is the guy who catches a ton of passes. He'll eventually be a volume running back. That'll happen. That's why they drafted him second round. Well, 18 carries last week. It's not I know, sneeze but that. I'm expecting this every week. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Well, they also got a huge leap. Right. That's that's the other thing. But I'm expecting seventeen the week before. Yeah. I'm expecting this every week now. This should be and he should get being the way he's catching the football, twenty to twenty three touches a game. Why not? Yeah, not the easiest matchup here. Uh you saw oh, that pack, 
you saw that Packer D Greg, th- this does seem like, uh, dare I say one of the, you know, few defenses out there, well equipped to handle the great receiving depth that the jets have. Yeah. I, you know, the Packers on D have a lot of good players. Um, and, you know, I'm curious to see how they met, you know, Alexander, look, they played the giants. There was no one to match up to on the giants. Mm-hmm. So Alexander and, and Stokes played sides. Um, so I don't know how they would feel about a specific matchup yeah. uh, if they would change that. You might um, stick with that with these Jets. You might do that. Um, but they have some really good players there. Look, they're at uh, at linebacker. They have two 6'4", 240-pound linebackers. Um, Walker makes a mistake here and there, the rookie from Georgia, in terms of his assignments. But uh, Campbell's really, really good. Kenny Clark shows up every every time I watch him. Slayton, who plays 25, 30 snaps a game as a one technique, zero technique, is really, really good against the run. Um, they've got good people. You know, we know about uh, Rashad Gary. He's playing great, Rashad yeah. Gary. And, yeah. you know, they still have Preston Smith. This is a defense with a lot of good players. Yeah, it's a challenge. Uh, a little yeah. bit here. It's a challenge for the Jets, for sure. Um And, and I will say, I don't think it's a cakewalk. Uh, just say, oh, Jets and, you know, they're beatable, obviously, Adam, but, you know, the Jets are they're pretty interesting right now overall. What do you think? Well, they have a lot more talent on defense, although Jermaine Johnson probably doesn't play the first rounder. Uh, yeah, look, the, the second day, they got two new starting corners who are playing well. Uh, they have a pass rush now. Uh, Quinn Williams is doing better. It's just a better defense. They've got so much more talent. Franklin Myers is a good player. Yeah, who's been an amazing story, right? No doubt. But John, one thing on offense. I'm not sure it's not his fault because they have so many guys to throw the ball to, but I don't know. I don't know if um, our guy Moore is going to get the job done. Elijah Moore. No, I know. Oh, I, I'm already kind of, I will say though, on a aggression like front, I do think he's due, but on a yeah. week to week basis, I, it's not going to happen because one week it'll be Corey Davis. One week it'll be Garrett Wilson. One week it'll be Conklin. That's, I think that's yeah. how we're going to go. And Uzama's finally healthy. He was hurt now. Now he's healthy. So they've got, listen, they've really got, got weapons. Yeah. They have weapons yeah. for sure. Yeah. By the way, the Jets have only given up four touchdown passes in the last four games, to my point about it not being like a cakewalk here. Let's go to the Jags and the Colts. And second meeting uh, between these two teams, right? The uh, Jags, you know, pretty much lit it up. Um, do you have Do you have any thoughts on, I guess, why that matchup was so good last last time out? That it was really Christian Kirk in the slot was wreaking havoc out there. I think it was week two. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I can look at my notes, but I don't remember that game particularly well. Um, I, and I didn't see the Jags this week at all. Okay. So I know Lawrence did not play well, but I didn't see the game. The, the, John, this is the game week two where Pierce was out. The, they had uh, everybody out. Yeah, I think I Pittman think so. was out. I think but Pierce was out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, well, we can move on here. Uh, Adam, is, is Travis Etienne starting? Is it happening here to, to – basically uh usurp or pass James yeah Robinson. this is my just from the people i speak with there this is kind of remember they inherited this roster 
But Doug loves juice at running back. If he could find a guy like Etienne, uh, and he's, he's been pretty good most weeks. Sometimes you don't see the touches that you like if you've got him on your fantasy team. James Robinson, I give the guy credit coming back from this injury, but he, he, he's, he's a grinder sustainer type. This this kid gives him juice. You know, Doug wants to run a spread offense anyway. He's perfect for it. You see, that's why he wanted Evan Ingram. This is, this is kind of, John, this is the guy, the kind of guy, Kirk, spread guy. Etienne, spread running back. Ingram, spread tight end. And the other kid, the other kid that got right. from Carolina. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Um, and then Indy's offense, Greg, I know you've seen them. And compare that to, uh, you know, the Jaguar D here. Uh, well, Indy made a total change in their old line uh, for that Thursday night game. And I don't know if that's what they're still going changes. to do. Yeah. Because the, the rookie left tackle, Raymond, um, right. he really had a hard time. And I think in the first half alone, he had three or four penalties, holding penalties. So I don't know what they're going to do. As Adam has has chronicled numerous times, they are really struggling at the left tackle position. Do they try Nelson again? Didn't they do that before? Um, you know, you might be right that he played there when somebody was hurt. But I, I don't, you know, again, I, I don't know if they want to do that, but I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But they're certainly struggling, at, you know, and, and it's it's a problem. It's their their past game suffers because of it. So, do you think the Jaguars might pose a maybe a bigger threat than I guess perce- perceptions out there? Well, the Jaguars really have played well defensively yeah. pretty much all year. The only kind of glitch was the run game issues they had against the Eagles. Other than that, their defense has played well. I know they lost to the Texans, and I didn't see the tape, but it's not like they gave up you know thirty points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they no played doubt. well throughout most of the season. Yeah, I don't think it's a lock that we get well here for for Andy. Uh, we got to keep no, throwing. It's funny it to you our... say that, John, because when we started the season, because we always find those teams we call the get well team for your fantasy offense right. players. They, they don't Jaguars exist. Are not. No, they're no. they're kind of deep, uh, off, defense. I mean, yeah. Vikings, Dolphins, and uh, Greg. Greg, uh, we're on the same page with with this, and you know we've been waiting forever. This Minnesota Viking offensive line is like coming of age before our eyes, Greg. What do you see from them on tape? I would agree. I mentioned them early this season, by the way, maybe week one to you, that I thought this was going to be an improving group that was really good. And, yeah. you know, it, it's young, and I think it's going to be really good. And I think their offense, they made a dramatic change, you know, that I'm sure people who are in fantasy know about. But just to reiterate, last year under the previous staff, they were a team that played out of base personnel, okay? and they played the fullback ham a lot. They were almost right there with the Niners as far as playing out of base personnel with a fullback. This year, under Kevin O'Connell, who obviously comes from Sean McVay, they are playing close to 80% 11 personnel, three wide receivers. So that is a totally different change from what they did a year ago. This is like Kirk Cousins being the old Jared Goff, the old offense, kind of. Very similar, yes. Yeah. So I think that they're ascending. So if you read my players to trade for article, I think Kirk Cousins actually is a pretty good trade for guy, Adam. He's not yep. been that good, but and they're ascending. He is, and, and, and it fits him well. The th- Osborne's number should go up. As Greg just said, they play 80% 11. So Osborne is the third receiver. Theoretically, he should get. Uh, he should start doing better. I, I thought he'd be better this season anyway. I would expect his numbers to go up. 
I mean, yeah, they, they've got a lot of guys now. You know, there have yep. three receivers out there, Irv. And Irv Smith is back. And, yep. again, look, four guys can all get, you know, meaningful right. um, yep. targets. But Irv Smith will catch some balls. And there'll be a game, John, and, you know, it's so hard to predict. There'll be a game where he catches two touchdown passes. You know, it's going to happen. And most weeks it feels like they really, really wanted to. They can get Jefferson 200 yards every week. He is special. Yeah, he's yeah. a really good player. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And then uh, Adam, uh, Xavier Howard for he's, Miami. He's still very questionable. Both sides of the groin, he has strains. Poor guy. I don't know how you play with that. I've never – I I don't know that you can play with it, but he's well, trying. The Dolphins are going to try to play with uh, Skyler Thompson. I, I, at, I'll tell you what. I was at their training camp. I was shocked when they, they had two days with the Bucks. I had yeah. not heard good things about him from people in scouting who had that area. Because mm-hmm. I just thought, he, you know, I'm going in thinking the guy can't play. He was like one of the stars of training camp, apparently. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it didn't seem too big for him. Yeah. No, hey, sometimes we'll see. Look, he's a seventh-round pick for a reason. This is, this is the NFL right now. We'll see if he – now he's got to start a game. But I was sort of encouraged. You know, Greg, as you said, it wasn't terribly big. This seems like an offense in McDaniel to where if you got to smoke and mirror it for a week or two, manufacture touches for Tyreek and Waddle, I mean, that seems doable. Well, couldn't you make the argument that that's what they were doing with Tua? <laughs> yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it kind of a plug-and-play type of situation because God – on to be honest with you, I mean, Teddy B out there last week, uh, two weeks ago, didn't seem like that was a drop-off there. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to – yeah, we don't know the answer to that for sure. But, yeah. but I mean, it is an offense that's built on scheme and getting the ball to your playmakers. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not saying that anybody could go out there and play quarterback. I certainly don't want to come across that way. But, you know, I think that's what they're doing with Tua, which is why he was so successful right. until he unfortunately got hurt. But I think that's what they were doing with him. They were yeah. scheming plays to get the ball to receivers that were phenomenal, you know, that are phenomenal run after catch. Okay, well, I could. We'll uh, check the tape. If Skylar Thompson gets it done, we it's a it's a plug and play situation here. Uh, uh, moving on. Oh, Greg, real quick. Um, do you have any thoughts on the Vikings defense? Because I feel like they're they're not bad. They're sneaky, pretty good, maybe even. Um, I did see them. You know, I hadn't seen them in a week, I think, and I wanted to make sure I saw them this week. So I did see them. Um, Is it Darius know, bringing it? It's another team that has some pretty good players. Um, yeah. I like, you know, Darius Smith, obviously Daniel Hunter. Wanham, to me, is a good player. Um, you know, they've got Hicks. They've got Kendricks, veteran linebackers. Um, Dantzler so, made a couple plays last week. Yeah, you know, so I don't think Peterson is what he was anymore, but – uh, you know, he's not a stiff out there by any means. So, no, I think it's the they worked in. He only played six snaps, but I'm curious to see if they try to work in their rookie. I think he was a second round pick from Oklahoma, Asamoah, who's a really good athlete. So, you know, they they have some good players as well. Do we maybe want to take a find a way or hope that we get uh Jalen Waddle on Patrick Peterson and on a go route? Right. I think you probably want to either one, you want to get on a go route, you know, at some point in the game, a couple of times yeah. and see how Peterson handles it. Yeah. 
Uh, moving on to the Bengals and the Saints. Adam, uh, man, not looking good here for T. Higgins. No, no, no. They got hurt in the game. It's actually a previous ankle injury, and he aggravated it. So not looking good. You are correct. Oh, really? He's probably not going to go. Doesn't look good unless he gets on the field tomorrow. He certainly won't play. Okay. I mean, what is the antidote there? I mean, I've been arguing that it's checkdowns to Hayden Hurst. I mean, I don't know what else they do, Greg. I mean, Tyler. Well, Boyer... the issue they're having is their inability to run the football yeah. because they're getting, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think on every first down this week against Baltimore, they played with a two shell. So, you know, when, when you do that, you have to have some kind of run game and they've not really been able to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so and they were able to do it last year throughout a good portion of the season. Right. Um, you know, last year, Joe Mixon, if I'm not mistaken, either had the most or the second most first down runs in the NFL. I mean, um, I don't know his numbers right off the top of my head, John, but yeah. you have to be able to run with success on first down if defenses are going to play to take away your passing game and play with you know, out of a two shell, yeah. you have to be able to run the ball. Are they emblematic of the drop in scoring and the struggles of potent offenses lately? Are the Bengals kind of emblematic of Yeah, of I would that? say to some degree, yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's look, Joe Burrow, I think I, I, I thought I heard a piece of a press conference address that, that, you know, hey, you know, this is how teams are playing us and we have to find a way to, to still run good offense you know you have yeah. to yeah i you know they're not running the ball and then it gets to third and six or third and five and it does seem like hayden hearst is like that check down security blanket type of guy yeah you know, but that's of- different when you say check down security that means that's not that's he's not the foundation of what they're trying to get done right he yeah exactly he's not like there's nothing designed right for so i mean it might be good for fantasy john but ultimately they're not going into the game saying hey look let's just keep throwing check down security balls to tayden hurst no, but, but, he, saying he, that. but no john i know what you mean he's the guy that because they're doubling chase someone's right. got to someone's got to get the ball yeah exactly this has been going on all season with chase even when i think yeah. greg told us they were doubling chase and, and higgins was getting the ball I'm seeing more of that in the league with big time receivers getting bracketed and doubled. That's, oh, totally. that's another thing that's happening more and more, John. Yeah, Greg. I would explain the low scores, John. You know, yeah, got- exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Greg. Because look, uh, no offense to NFL game planners and all that. I really don't give a sh- crap uh, about that. <laughs> I, I want to know, like, what is going on in the field and what are the residual effects for, for, for us? And I think right now, one of the residual effects of what they're going through is like Hayden Hurst is like a thing. Uh, yeah, so. maybe maybe he's a guy because he does have athletic ability and he is a pretty good receiver that maybe they have to feature a little more yeah. and design things for him. Maybe that's one of the things they're going to think through. Well, I guess we'll find out. You know, it's it's hard to predict that. Uh, yeah. Maybe oh, right. what will happen. I've done that before. Uh, of course, I'm sure I was incorrect, but, you know, to kind of see things coming. Uh, Mr. C, injury-wise, was an injury. Oh, 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 uh, Marshawn Lattimore here. Mr. C. Uh, it should come down tomorrow. Come down tomorrow for him. Right. Uh, well, that would be the matchup then, Greg, obviously. Lattimore, they'd probably put on Chase. Uh, probably. Certainly with T. Higgins out, yes. I, I wonder if he even freaking gets help. I mean, he would, right? I mean, why Why not just completely put the clamps down on Chase? I mean, I guess that's possible, but you, you, they certainly could do that. 
Also, Landry doesn't practice. You know, he aggravated the previous ankle injury. Thomas, I'm sure, is not playing. He hasn't practiced in two weeks. I mean, they keep saying this is nothing, but it continues to be something. Oh, 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 the good thing is Olave is progressing to the protocol. He, he got some work in today. That's really good. Yeah, with Michael Thomas, I just, you know, I just couldn't envision. Yeah, I, I don't know what. It's just, it's it's a shame. The guy was a special football player years ago. He's, he's it's just... kind of over. I, I, I just can't, you can't shake these echo and put it. Yeah. Um, anything else here? Oh, Taysom Hill. God forbid we play without Taysom Hill. Uh, no, he's playing. Okay. Uh, well, he well was... I mean, also, uh, Kamara had, I think, 28 or 29 touches last week. Yep. You know, I think that he's going to be their volume guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't, they haven't been using him in the red area this year. It's like they're putting in hell. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was <laughs> his best game of his career. John, John unfortunately, unfortunately for you, maybe not for them. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> having Kamara in fantasy and then you get your ass kicked by Taysom Hill? Right, right. Oh. Because Hill had the – he had three rushing touchdowns last week, two of them in the, in the tight red zone. Exactly. Is he fun to watch for you, Greg, at all? You, Hill you, fun you, to watch? Yeah. Like, you know how you <laughs> pop the tape on? Sometimes. Um, the fine, I mean, they run fun, specific man. things with him. I wouldn't sure. say that he's fun to watch. Okay. No, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I find it. I find him an interesting, intriguing player. Oh, he is. This is yeah. He's Greg, is, is anyone? Do you find anyone fun to to watch on on tape here? Uh, yeah, I do. Tyreek, he's pretty fun. I find Josh Allen fun to watch. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh my I god, mean, Mahomes <laughs> is fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's guys who are clearly fun to that are fun to and watch. And then there's Baker Mayfield. Anyway, uh, Jameis Winston, not not one of them. Uh, I bet Adam is he. I think he's trending toward a return. Getting right? closer. I I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm not so sure, but we'll see tomorrow. I mean, they're kind of a mess. You know, Olave though is you're good with Olave. He's the guy. Like it's yeah. all Olave here. He's been a great story. Yeah, Baltimore and uh, the the New York Giants and. I don't think you've seen a ton of the Giants here, Greg. I but... uh, actually saw them uh, since we spoke last night. Oh, okay. Well, I, from my perspective, looks like Daniel Jones continues to play well. What's the tape say? Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because this week there were very, you know, hardly any explosive plays. It was efficient. Um, it was that kind of offense. Um, where they've really struggled is on third down this year, and that's going to have to get better. You know, they're starting to do the Wildcat stuff with Barkley. I think they did it five snaps in the game. Um, you know, Jones has been really efficient, though, in play action pass. And you wonder if they'll keep doing more of that. So, uh, you know, that's where he's been really good. Um, you know, Barkley is he's becoming the guy, you know, that everybody thought, I guess, yeah. when he came into the league. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they're efficient. They, more than a big play. I'll tell you who impressed me this week was uh, Darius Slayton. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, like, what is up? They're so hurting at receiver. Meantime, you got a guy who's done some things for you, uh, previous coaching staffs and all that. Greg, would you say that uh, Daniel Jones running the football is like uh, an, an entrenched element that we can expect every week now? Yes. I mean, they were definitely a factor versus the Packers. They do design quarterback runs. They do design boot action. Obviously, he can run secondary action scrambles. 
So, yes, I think that is a part of what they do situationally for sure. And that's big for fantasy. And, you know, throw us a bone here, football gods, and get us a receiver or two, Adam, or we're going to get Wandale this week. He's getting closer. I, I would say he's a true questionable, not doubtful to me, based on what I know. Mm-hmm. They need him badly. Richie James, I think that bubble was bursting. You know, he, he was he was a thing for a little bit. They they just need anyone. I mean, it, it's amazing they keep winning. What what an unbelievable story! I, I, it's yeah, four and one's crazy. It's crazy. Well, the defense is really coached well. They've had injuries. It's not like they haven't had injuries there too, but they're they're kind of overachieving. Well, the Ravens are playing a lot of zone nowadays, huh? I guess they just uh, uh, sorry, I, I heard that on the broadcast. Uh, uh, I think last week. Um, well, Lamar and uh, Devin Duvernay are a thing. Adam uh, doesn't. It will Rashad Bateman get into that mix there? Was he limited today or no go today? No go. He hasn't practiced since he got hurt. Well, Greg, um, what when was the last time you saw them? Uh, Baltimore was it two weeks ago? Yeah, I didn't see them this week, but I've yeah. seen them every game this year. Adam, I, I back to you. I, I don't know about Dobbins, man. It's just ugh, it just doesn't he's seem like more. look. He's it'll he'll he'll look better each week. All right, it's devastating knee injury. I mean, you can't expect him to look right, but the good thing is he's getting work. They Bucks, need they, they need him. They definitely need him. Oh, they definitely do. Although the Gus bus is uh, closing in on a return, mm-hmm. I yep. think he I think he'll be Greg when Gus Edwards is back. Especially Dobbins, for now, is looking a little sluggish. If Gus is up for it, I see no reason why Gus doesn't get like nine carries, like eight to ten carries. He could well do that. I mean, he's he's kind of a downhill runner who's got some speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, out there in the open field, they could use that. Uh, Bucks and Steelers. And, Greg, once again, Kenny Pickett, we're all on the same page here. How does he look on film? Because it sure seems like right now nothing's too big for him, and he's doing everything. When you're really graded on a curve, considering the guy's in one start, seems like he's off to an exceptional start. I actually thought he played well this past week. He was in an untenable situation. He had to drop back well over 50 times. You obviously did not want that to be the case, but I thought he played well. And, you know, and again, John, you sometimes talk about the fact that you can just see when you look at a guy. Yep. Um, you know, it's not an X and O point, but sometimes that does factor in. And yep. I think when you watch Kenny Pickett in the NFL, you watched him play in that game, which, like I said, was untenable. Um, it never looked too big. He looked comfortable. He made throws. He didn't force balls. He didn't look out of sorts. You know, I think he's going to be a good player. Yeah, we love it, man. He's a, he's from Jersey, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, so, right. You know what I mean? Like uh, we don't mess with we don't mess around in Jersey. I, I love that he's an aggressive throw, though. I like he's so do I. He's just I love that. I love it's one of the things that I'd heard about him. Even even his detractors didn't like his arm. He's not bashful for throwing, dude. You know, I got to tell you, Adam. Throws. You and I have had this conversation. You've had it with a lot of people. I've had it with a lot of people. I personally think his arm is better than people think. Now, by saying that, he obviously does not have a gun. That's not my point at all. But in talking to people, you did, I did, they seem to suggest his arm was like just okay. And I think it's better than just okay. Not only that, his he throws a accurate deep ball, which may offset like if you can get it to a guy 40 yards down the field, you can get it to a guy 40 yards down the field. And he can do that. 
So yeah, I mean, I I I like Kenny Pickett. I think he'll be a good player. Now they're the big issue for them. They need to develop a consistent, sustaining running game. They don't have one. Yeah, Adam, and they're not might, going to. <laughs> might might we see a little more Jalen Warren? He does look more explosive than Najee. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think Greg was right when, when he. I think we talked with the subject on on uh, Harris last year. He was, he was piling up touches, but he was more of a grinder. Yeah, you're starting to wonder if when you watch him play, he's not a bad player, but what is so special that made him a first round pick? Well, he might not be healthy either all year, so that could be. <clears throat> Greg, do, does he look any slower this year to you, or the same? Well, the way I'd answer that, and and it's just the reality of life in the NFL, is if you're playing, John, that that's a moot question. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, you can't sit here. I, I might matter for fantasy, but I'm saying for a team, it doesn't matter. You know, how many times, you know, Adam would sit here with Jaws and, you know, Jaws would talk about, hey, if you're on the field, you're on the field. It doesn't matter. You know, if he's playing, then you can't say, well, he'd be really good, but he's injured. That doesn't matter. He's playing. I mean, yeah. it does matter in, in, in fantasy. Like, but, uh, but, right. John, I know he had the foot injury. He hasn't been on the injury report, so I don't know. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because, like, on one hand, like, if we find out, oh, he played through the foot. Oh, the whole season, yeah. Then you could, like, at least reevaluate him. Players do do that. You know, they don't talk about it. Then after the season, do an interview where they'll admit that they they were playing with this injury. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe it comes out that, you know, he wasn't 100% close. He is so – he is just struggling. Yeah, and they need something. You're right, John, with Warren. They got to try something. Yeah, I mean, get them get a little speed to the perimeter there. Need, uh, it's get guys thing. running a little bit. A, uh, and, George, and look, we think Pickett could probably handle it to a certain degree, but you don't want a rookie quarterback throwing. This is ridiculous the amount yeah. of times he had to throw. And the problem is their defense also is not very good. Yeah, that too. It's not uh, good. George Pickens, uh, Greg, back to you, is just such an old-school guy. Like, he's just out there. I feel like he already commands the ball. I mean, like, why wouldn't you throw it to George? And Pickett's an aggressive thrower who will throw it to George. He did last week, and he will continue to do so without question. Doesn't he pop off the tape to you a little bit, Yes, George? Um, Look, you guys know, based on my reports, uh, my draft evaluations, and what I spoke about – I thought that he was the best receiver prospect in this draft class. Yep. We all know why he was a second round pick, but I was just talking about the tape. Yeah, no doubt. No, no question. I had him ranked fourth. Uh, So, and that was higher than everyone else pretty much, by the way. I mean, Um, I actually had a, had a, um, a a GM tell me that he, they had him absolutely as a first round talent, but they would not, were not going to take him there because of the other issues. Now, tough matchup here. Another tough test for Pickett, uh, Greg. I yeah, mean, yeah. He, you know, tough how game. tough? Is this like the toughest test potentially in the league? Is Tampa well, Day? the Bills were a pretty tough test too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that that this is a really tough test as well because this is a fast group. I tell you, you know who stands out to me? I didn't realize until this year. Maybe it's, Winfield? Yeah, he is really, really good. I mean, he's everywhere. It's like this is the first month of his rookie year, he was like a pro out there. Better than his dad. He's it's like really his dad good. out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a big test here, big time. And then it's it's Leonard, uh, Roland here. Uh, 
Godwin's health, uh, Adam, where, where are we it's, at with that? He's got, they think he'll be able to play. Actually, Herman probably will play right now. Looks like he'll play. Uh, probably not for Julio. Uh, oh, Brait should get cleared. He's he's doing everything in practice, so he should be able to play. So they'll have enough guys to spread the Steelers now, out. Now, I will, I do see that a Sean Murphy bunting is uh, he doubtful. He doesn't play as much as he used to. He, he's kind of lost from playing. Isn't he That's the slot true. corner, though, Greg? What? Sean Murphy bunting. What about him? Isn't he the slot corner off the uh, They have been playing a lot of big nickel because of Winfield. Winfield often matches up to the slot uh, wide receiver. Okay. So they play um, Winfield and they play Neil. Keanu Neal, he's he's a safety for them. And, and Winfield matches up to wide receivers. This is a good matchup for Tampa overall. Back to them. Yeah. Uh, against the Steelers because they don't really rush the passer all that well and they're they're beatable back there. Carolina and LA. Uh Greg, you've seen LA. It's ugly. You're talking about the Rams, right? Yeah. LA Rams. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the Chargers aren't ugly offensively. Carolina and LA. Um that offense has been ugly. Who would have thought after five weeks, John, that the the Rams would be among Oof. At the bottom of the league in terms right here. of twenty plus play, you know, right play. here, yeah, right but here. not like this. There's, there's, right I mean, here, no, no, no. I called it. Right no, here. I know you thought Stafford, his numbers will be down, but this is crazy. I complained all off season to you on the show uh, the, that their weapons stunk. I said, yeah. "Hey, Rob, I, Greg, do you notice? I know. I, I, I can't tell you what's going on. I can't tell you that. They, you know, people write." Oh, he doesn't get separation. You know, I I don't know if that's true, yeah. but uh, it, it's hard to know what's going on with that. I mean, all I know is he's not any good. Uh, I could see that on TV. He's not any good. He's not. He's not winning on early. Really, I don't think. I don't they're, see. It. They're, they're um, stuck with this contract for two years. There's nothing they can do. But there's a lot of guaranteed money in year two. They they need some. They, they I know that they thought Van Jefferson was going to have a breakout season. Well, obviously he's out with the knee surgery. Yeah, that was a big John, one. When will he be back? Second half of the season. Okay. Sometime. And so. Greg, uh, I don't know if you if you've studied him. Obviously, I know you saw Stafford, but Cam Akers, man, it just it just does not look good. You know, their O line again. I I don't think Akers is a special back, yeah. but their O line is really kind of problematic right now. Yeah. So that's that's been a big issue, both in the running and in pass protection. Now, is this Panther defense threatening enough to shut them down like everybody kind of is lately? I mean, they've been against some tough matchups here, but this is another one, really, I think. Uh, the Panthers defense is not bad. That's not been their issue. They they have some good moments. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you there's a part of me because I know how good McVay is that thinks that any given week you're going to see them do some things tactically and schematically and conceptually that you're just going to go, wow, that's really good. Uh, right. But we'll see. You know, if you can't protect, it's hard. And Stafford is is definitely feeling that. The pocket squeezed on him a lot, and he's just not a comfortable player right now. Yeah, and you're trying to work in Powell and Skoranek. You right. Know. Um and Adam uh, Cooper Cup popped up on the injury yeah. report with a foot issue. Yeah, they expect him to play. The, yeah, the the problem is the interior of their offensive line. They're all new. They're all they're all. Uh, yep. 
So the both guards are out and the center's out. So I don't know. I don't know how. That's really hard to overcome. You know, they're they're a team because of the way that their cap is. They don't invest a lot of money in their offensive line anyway, and it's really showing that it's a problem there. Yeah, this is uh, Greg's right. Look, McVay's really sharp. He's, he's great play design. He'll do his best to overcome it. But it's you can't make these offensive linemen any better. That's the problem. It's, it's gonna be hard. Also, Higby on on the report with an ankle. They expect him to play through. Okay. Um, Arizona, Seattle, once again, uh, between these two quarterbacks in terms of who's better on tape, uh, this year, I'm Gino. sure it's no contest. Gino, I'm sure it's no contest. Uh, uh, Greg, uh, you've seen Gino, you've seen this defense, uh, any thoughts on this matchup for Gino to stay hot? I kind of feel like they do the same thing every week. The two tight ends run the ball a little bit, especially lately, and then just throw it to DK and lock it. And they do throw it to their tight ends too on occasion, but uh, yeah, he's uh, Gino's throwing the ball exceptionally well. Um, he's playing. You could tell he's playing with confidence. He's not getting stuck in the pocket. He's delivering the ball when he feels like he doesn't see it. He moves. He's made some really good throws on the move right now. He's playing well. I'm sure there are people who are just waiting for him not to play well. And I doubt he'll have 17 great games, John, but you know, right now, with what we have through five games, Geno Smith is playing at a pretty high level. And then Ken Walker on him is in like Flynn, right? He yep. steps right in. Uh, yeah, he's he's their he's their feature back. Let's hope he let's hope he does well. There's a reason why they drafted in the second round. Uh this young offensive line's holding up. They're actually kind of a fun offense to watch. And by the way, the Cardinals are terrible against the tight end. Yeah. So let's see what Will Disley does this week. He's got what three or four touchdowns. Well, if we all we know is this: if we pumped up Will Disley and Fant, then Colby Parkinson scores right. two touchdowns. Um, Greg, have you noticed uh, Eno Grigio Benjamin? I feel like he is bold. he's a little bigger. Uh, I thought he looked pretty damn good last week. Have you noticed Eno at all this year? Yeah, I mean, I see him on tape when I watch. But yeah. are you asking me? I'm not sure what you're I asking. Thought, me. I think I mean, he looks pretty good this year. I think he's yeah. looked uh, better than he's ever looked in the league. This yeah, year. he's. I, I I met him a number of years ago. So really, so did I. He's a nice guy. Stockily built. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's short, he's really short. short, but he's super stockily built. Yes, he is. Um, From Nigeria, as Adam knows, because we had to discuss that on uh, you know this past Sunday. I don't know what to make of their offense, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we know it's just run around and throw it to Ertz and Hollywood Brown, but in the in between, you know, we'd like to get see Gina what what Eno Benjamin can do with like fifteen. Touches I mean, I had someone who knows, just like Adam speaks. I had someone who knows tell me that Kyler Murray is a bad player. What I had we- someone okay. I had someone uh, report to me that he's never watched tape ever in the NFL. And that could well be true. And no matter how talented and gifted you are, if that's the case, you will not be a good player. Uh, in a given week, you might be though. Well, uh, he's got he, because he's got really good talent. That's the problem. Really good talent, but he won't be a good player. Those are two different things. I know, and it's a pain in the ass because I have to deal with the the fake football end of it while right. watching the crappy real football. Uh, oftentimes, it lines up, but not this time. You know, unfortunately for me. Um, well, Adam, Connor's out, right? No, he's not out, but he, he's he got a decent rib injury there, so it's surprising if he plays. 
I thought he got ruled. I thought he was like, no, no you can't roll him out tomorrow. Okay. But, you know, there's a report that he's not going to play, but he, oh, right. okay. he probably won't play because he's got a rib injury. We know his history suggests that he probably won't. Well, Greg, uh, do you have any thoughts on maybe things? How much will things change when DeAndre Hopkins is back? Will they have? It could they change lose? because you can always just throw the ball to him and he makes contested tough catches. So could it change? Yes. See, and that's one of those things where the numbers could change, and it'd be great for fantasy, but it doesn't necessarily change what yeah. Kyler Murray is. Right. And and D-Hop's a good street ball guy, right? Kind of. You know? Really, yes. He's yeah. he's a great contested catch guy. He's open when he's not open. I mean, he's that's why he's D-Hop. He's really, really good. The uh, Bills and Chiefs. Um Man, those throws Josh Allen made. Some oh, literally that, some of the best. That end zone ever. shot from his own end zone was just ridiculous. Was that a blind pass? My God. I think he saw it. No, he saw the throw and then he got hit. Right. He got hit right okay. after the throw. Okay. Yeah. yeah he didn't see the catch. Yeah. Right. 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 Like Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw in the 76 Super Bowl. Right. But, Greg, uh, doesn't that josh allen gabe davis downfield connection really just pop i mean it it it's gotta look damn good on tape yeah i mean he's their vertical guy clearly <clears throat> digs every once in a while but but davis is far more so you know than than digs digs is obviously great but um um but my guy Khalil shakir is going to play yeah. a lot and he played yeah. last week and He's a guy I love coming out of Boise, and I knew he'd get an opportunity at some point this season, and he's going to play. Yeah, the only yeah. question is now with McKenzie back, he should be, he's, he's back with concussion, what, how, what they do with that, those two guys. Uh, Greg, if you go back to your, your college tape when you watched it. Um, well, watch two. Gabe, was it Central Florida? Is that where you went? Yes. You, what, yes. What, which, what year did he come out? I'll tell you right 20, now. He came out in 19, I think. It, 2020. 20. 20. No, it wasn't. 20. Oh, it was 20. Yeah, yeah. Definitely right because remember, John, when I told you that. So he was in the 2020 draft. Right. Yeah, yeah. So did you I know he him. could run this well? Did you know? I mean. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna look at my. Um, I'm a little surprised notes. that he's this much of a deep threat. Remarkable. And, and he plays a team he scored four touchdowns against in the, in the playoffs. Um, let's see. I said that he wasn't purely sudden or explosive. But 6'2", 216-pound receivers are rarely twitchy. So you have to evaluate Davis within that framework. Um, he's got the size, length, movement profile that could transition well to the NFL. Um, he was sneaky, effective on vertical routes from his exaggerated plus split alignment with his stride length and good feel for subtly initiating contact through the route. Davis has size and traits to work with. He's somewhat developmental, but there could be a good payoff down the road. I think Josh Allen's a guy, Adam, and everyone that is makes Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis kind of, you know what I mean? Like he gets the most out of him. That connection, it, there's something potentially special there. It is. It is. And, and the thing is, I told you two years ago, I, it's one of the few times I've ever heard this. Like a guy has no, no offseason, no preseason, just goes in there and becomes a guy that the, the coaching staff loves. Like they, they they knew this kid was special from a learning standpoint. He's the yeah. only one who knows all their positions. They're 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 uh, they're F, they're Z, they're Y, mm-hmm. X. I would bet all. that Shakir will be that guy too as time goes on. They're try well, they they cross trained because a lot of teams thought he could only play in the slot. Well, they've cross trained him. 
He'll eventually be their number three. I, I think he'll surpass McKenzie. McKenzie's more of a gadget guy. Yeah, exactly. I think he should soon, actually. Uh, Fenton is out, looks like, for the Chiefs, by the way. He's a starter. Who's out? Fenton, the corner? Uh, hamstring, yeah. I, I, it would be hard for him to play. Yeah, and boy, he got beat over the top, I think. So who's going to play? Because he's been starting. Yeah, I know. Um, Joshua Williams, a rookie. There's two rookies. Well, the the other kid's been playing. Watson's been playing. Watson's he's a rookie. rookie. He's been starting. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, I know. Yeah. No, but the backups are rookies. Well, <clears throat> that could be very interesting. Yeah. Because they went over the top of the playoffs against him. You know that's coming. Yeah. Josh doesn't care. He, he'll throw against anything. Yeah. Davis. Another, hundred, another two tutties. Big ones. Against uh, Adam Kaplan in the ACI. Isn't it, Adam, isn't it amazing? I, I know you you know people up there. Isn't it amazing the the way he he was such a scattershot thrower that he would just miss? I remember his maybe his first year, second year, up to a point he'd miss deep balls. He'd overthrow him by fifteen yards. Mm. It'd be like it would be like, oh my god, how do you miss a throw by what, that what, much? What, what what I would you could you could you know go back in your mind if you want. The the thing with him was his footwork. I was told pretty pretty reliably. Like when he would be off, his feet would not be set. Not like not quite as bad as Parcel Wentz, but you get it when you're when your quarterback and your feet aren't set. I don't care how great of a talent you're, the ball's going to sail on you. And he's his balance is so much better now. I you got to give Dayball and uh, Ken Dorsey credit, but it, yeah, they did a lot of work from the waist down, right? Yeah, it's his footwork which was atrocious his first year, just all over the place. Now he's. Oh my God, he's there's no stopping him. You know what's great? Not that he'd ever defy coaches, but let's say they get on his case, he would take it personally. Like he got, he gets along with the coaches very well. But if they challenge him, he go, "Oh yeah, okay," and he just, he just would be so aggressive, he wouldn't care. He just was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it right, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna sling it." Over to KC. It looks like they are in no rush to get our guy Sky going, although he's ramping up he, here. He's in the rotation, but he's at the bottom of it. Just seems like Andy is just like mad scientist with like seven different offensive guys. And he, well, he has all to touches. do that. But he has to do that. No, you just said it. Because without Tyreek Hill, you got to manufacture this passing game. And by the way, they're incredibly, they're now at last year's first five games. They're at, they're just about at where they were scoring. It wasn't like that the first couple games, but now they're at last year's pace. I mean that's uh that's the beauty of Mahomes, you know he's yep. seeming seemingly playing well, and you know he is playing well. It seems like defenses are. I know it sounds ludicrous to say because he scored four t- touchdowns, but he all, also had like seven catches for like twenty five yards. Uh, you know, it seems like Kelsey's getting a lot of attention, Greg. Um, sometimes, sometimes you know, and I think this game just played out that way. I mean. It, He's had other weeks this year where he's at bigger numbers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Kelsey is a guy you, you'd like to take away. But, sure. again, they move people around an awful lot, John. Yeah, they it, do. It's not that easy. I know. I know. It's not that easy watching Juju Smith-Schuster play football either. Scratch my cornea. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, <laughs> we ramp up a little more Sky Moore here. Uh, Cowboys. You, you, Sky, Sky Moore is your guy this year, John. You, he's, he's your your uh, – your your love fest this year. I got a lot of guys. <laughs> I got a lot of love love affairs this year. But uh, here's the thing, John. You'll be rewarded. Well, remember what with 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 Gabe Davis. I said year three will be for him. It won't happen in year two, or year one. You just have to wait. 
he'll have his time down the road. And what he well, does, you know, uh, you know, you know, I like to be decisive, and I gathered up all the sky more information I could. Read Greg's evaluation, everything. Then he came on our show, and I'm like, I love this guy. And I'm like, that's it. He's good. I'm in. Let's go. And it, you know, uh, it'll it'll happen eventually. I'm a hundred percent convinced. Uh, so we'll apologize for the short term, uh, and then the long term, we'll say yeah. we told you so. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Greg, how how much of a challenge is this for the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, obviously, number the hardest challenge uh, of all here. Uh, what, what do you see here? What I see, if you want to talk strategy, I see no huddle tempo, because I think that that will limit all the things the Cowboys do with their fronts. That makes sense. And I think that that will be the way to go because those that front, including the linebackers, is so difficult to play against. They stunt far and away more than any team in the league. Right. Okay, They move people around. They have all these amoeba looks. No matter how good your old line is, you know, in terms of individual talent, you still have to mentally sort out stuff. And they make it difficult to do that. And, you know, one reason I think that, you know, on the back end, they play the way they do, although they're playing a lot more disguise cover two this year um, than they have in, under Dan Quinn prior, um, is because of what they can do up front. They're a difficult yeah. group to block. And it's not just Micah Parsons. Lawrence playing really well. Yeah. Armstrong playing really well. Fowler, a former number three pick in a draft, some really good snaps. This is a really tough group to play against. And if you man up on the back end there and, you could potentially really put the clamps down on an offense with, if you're the Cowboys. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would expect to see some no huddle this week just to, you know, prevent the Cowboys from doing all the things they like to do with that group up front. And Adam, I think Greg made the point with Hertz, like, um, well, if the Cowboy pass rush gets home, guess what? Hertz is running all day, right? Oh yeah. I hope they'll, yeah. Yeah. So they'll this year. But, I made but, that point. I think with you last night, John, that there's two parts to it. You want to pressure them, but yeah. you also then have the corollary point that you then have to tackle them. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Dan Quinn that, right. Ask Dan Quinn that, that he said he broke it their backs. Yeah. He's got to be strong as an ox. Uh, he is. Hertz. He is. Yeah. Um, well, and then Adam, the other question is Greg and I don't have well, the actually, answer. Let but... me add to that. You know, the Eagles might not have my lot. It's not looking good. So right. that could be a problem. Well, that'll be very interesting yeah. because yeah, yeah, that, that all the more reason I think you might see no huddle. Like your point. Really. Go ahead. John. What, what is up with the, uh, oh, the other kids, uh, the other guys on IR, huh? The other mm -hmm. tackle. Uh, oh, Dillard. Well, that's the point. The hope is he's ready because they, Jack Driscoll, I, I'd ask three people who would know, and he did a yeoman's job, but he's not strong enough. He's really a right tackle. He struggles guard. with, uh, with speed to power. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have a great anchor and he, he had some, he had some snaps that weren't great in this last game, despite the hype. There, this, this would worry me if, if, uh, if my or Dillard cannot play, I think they're in major trouble. I oh, after what Greg said, just get out of his hands quickly. Try to negate the pass rush. I, I, that's smart. It'll be tough, John. I don't know if the numbers will be what you want this game. We'll see. Do you think they would put Diggs on Brown or Devonte? I mean, that's a tougher call for Greg. Um, Greg, I don't know. We don't uh, know. That's that's an, that I would think. I would think uh, Brown because of the physicality. Yeah. 
That would be my guess. Right. Makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. That'd be a good matchup there. Um, Denver. Um, oh, and then of course it's a uh, Cooper rush and yep. I, I would, you know, I wouldn't expect much. I will say, uh, and you guys know this, like Zeke Elliott seems to run on the Eagles very well. Like every, every game. Am I right? Uh, in the past, I don't think Zeke is Zeke anymore. I, I don't think yeah. he has that. The, the Eagles run defense has not been great. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I, I it, it's an interesting game because I, Dallas's pass game now is, is not great with Rush. It's a, a, average. Yeah, uh, Dallas is playing to what their strengths are. Theory. Obviously, defense is a strength. Yeah, Their run game is not great, but it's – Pollard gives them some juice, yeah. um, so they're not a passing team right now, John. They don't they, they don't want to be a. Passing oh yeah, team. no, I'm just thinking out loud. It'd be interesting if it was a, a lower scoring game, and, and Zeke started getting the ball. He did average five point two yards a carry against them with significant volume last year. Uh, though I do see they're giving up three point eight yards a carry the last four weeks, so they haven't been that bad. Yeah, um, so. Um, that would be a minor miracle, I guess. Zeke getting a lot of volume and, and having a big game, but um, I guess stranger things have happened. What about uh, C.D. Lamb in, in this one? Because he does line up inside half the time, and that has been the big issue in this secondary for the Eagles, right, Greg? I wouldn't say it's a big issue. I mean, um, or their 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 one glaring deficiency. Well, the, the one thing where you would look at and say that that that. You know, uh, you mean because Maddox is out? Exactly. He actually played better last week. The kid, um, yeah, he did. He, he did. He absolutely did. Yeah. Although Maddox, Maddox may return, Adam. Uh, he's still very questionable. The ankle okay. is pretty, pretty, pretty decent ankle. So, I mean, it'll probably be just Dias Scott again. And he played yeah, a little better last Scott, week. Yeah, he's been good. tested mm-hmm. and, and at times he's not held up, but it hasn't been just, you know, uh, turn on the water and let it run, John. I mean, it's not been, yeah. you know, I wouldn't look at it and say, oh, my God, you know, the, the, whoever's in a slot's going to just go off. I, I wouldn't look well, at it that way. Look at it this way. We're we're starving for crumbs, morsels of information that could move the needle. And C.D. Lamb against this kid could, I mean, in theory, that's that's a good matchup. If, if they match up man-to-man. Right. Um, there's a morsel. Uh, let's go to uh, Denver and L.A. and – you know, I got charge- nothing on Denver. Yeah. Well, Adam, I guess Mike Boone's hurt. He should be able to go though. Um, uh, Melvin's nursing out two injuries, not one. Uh, Keenan Allen's trend towards playing, but they want to, they want to get him for practice. They didn't practice the shadow walkthrough, but they're pretty optimistic that he'll be able to go. But you remember he had a setback a couple weeks ago, so you can't. They're actually him. optimistic. Wow, I I was feeling bad about twenty four hours ago. On no, that. he's got no. He, they feel much better about it. He's going to take more practice reps than he did in the past two weeks. Um, the 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 issues the, the the interesting thing will be the the rotation at running back because we know Boom gives him some juice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, by the way, on the other side, Mike oh, Latavius Williams. is supposed to dress this week. You should know. Greg, do you think they would – I mean, how much of that defense have you seen? Because we're looking at Pat Sertan on big Mike Williams a lot in this game. Um, Well, I've seen the Chargers O a lot. I've, I've seen enough of the uh, Broncos D. Uh, 
What do I think of that matchup? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Aren't <laughs> I mean, they moving? I, aren't they putting Sertan on the top guy? All they have this year? been. Yes, yes, they have been doing. That's that. what we're saying here. Yeah. Uh, yes. So they, they have been theory, doing. That. In theory, um, uh, it's a bad matchup here, and Keenan Allen could it could bounce back if because that's a big one. Because I was very worried about Justin uh, Herbert, by the way. Now on the other side of things, Cortland Sutton, you know. JC Jackson struggling, so you got to look at Cortland Sutton. They have because... not been using Jackson as a matchup corner, by the way. Good. Um, well, Samuel, I feel like Samuel's pretty good. Sante yeah, they Samuel. use uh, Jackson primarily as the boundary corner, and Samuel primarily as the field corner. But Jerry Judy, <laughs> when he's inside, uh, Callahan, I'm out on Judy this week. Uh, you know, Judy, he's, Judy, Judy. He okay. is closing in on being an, a disappointment, Greg. Judy, there's always something with Judy. You know what I mean? Like, Sky has not yet reached where. Oh no, thought- no, and and because of the past game now, with with the way Wilson has been playing, you know, we all thought that Sutton and Judy would put up really big numbers. I'm sure Sutton's doing well though. Yeah, Sutton. I like Sutton. Um, now, do you think perhaps that a Greg Dulcich infusion could could work here? Because I do. I mean, in theory, he's a vertical tight end. That could help. Uh, it could. But, I mean, you know, Wilson's going to have to play better. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap here on the week six edition of Matchup Points here at FantasyPoints.com. Uh, looks like about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, pretty good timing there. We'll let everyone run. For Adam Kaplan, I'm Greg Gre- uh, Oh my God. Wow. I am Greg Cosell. I'm a Greg Cosell wannabe. Uh, <laughs> are you a pop up? Uh, John Hansen. Pop up Hansen. Ben Kukanis. Uh, we thank him. But uh, good luck in week six, and we'll catch you next week.